the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. Great news for the American people. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert, featuring Stephanie Bell, News Director Brian Houseworth, John Marsh, and Hannah, the producer. This is why we listen to you. Get ready, pal. And now, here's your host, Brandon Rathert. So back on the loss and damage fund, though, I mean, is there going to have to be U.S. taxpayer money that helps the United States? Presumably the United States is going to have to be one of the nations that contributes to Well, it would be great if there were some. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, the United States of America proudly is the largest humanitarian donor in the world. Mm-hmm. The people, Mr. John Kerry, the government should not uh, not be. By the way, do they... Are, are, are we not the only ones that are sick right now? On the loss and damage fund, though, I mean, is there going to have to be U.S. taxpayer money that helps the United States? Sorry, I know I'm doing an important interview about climate uh, reparations for climate change. <laughs> Just crazy. Uh, but uh, I didn't take a cough drop or something before I went on the uh, before I went on the TV. By the way, yesterday. There's a, uh, a name you don't hear a whole lot. Her name is Heather Bushy, and she's uh, some kind of advisor to Joe Biden. And she's doing an a, a interview on CNBC yesterday. And she's talking about, you know, climate change, and we got to do this, and we're going to make you do it by forcing automobile companies, by forcing them uh, to make electric vehicles to the consumers. Uh so she's just out in front of the White House chatting on CNBC. The president has been so focused on the agenda to make sure that we are supporting industries that are moving us to a clean economy, making sure that our economy can be resilient, and so that we are creating good jobs all across the country. You know, saying all the right things, and it sounds like there's a dumpster behind her. Like you can hear some kind of noise uh-huh. or something. What kind of a dumpster noise is there? That... You know, electronics gearing up and stuff, man. In a dumpster? Electronics? Yeah, whenever... Snoring urban outdoorsman. Yeah, you know, whenever the automatic... Well, okay, you're right, good point. A lot of people in Columbia have never seen automatic trash cans. (laughs) I'm sorry, let me back up and explain. (laughs) So, in most metropolitans across America that I am aware of, they have these automatic uh, systems where the arm goes out from the truck and it picks up the trash can so that the guy doesn't have to get out of the truck and it dumps it into the truck and it makes his, the arm, you know, those mechanical noises. All right. Where was it? So you can hear what to me sounds like a, uh, uh, a trash truck in the background. So towards the end of the interview, the people doing the interview, all of a sudden, they can see in the background what's going on. Check this out. So you usually have a leaf blower, gasoline-powered leaf blower, so that I can't hear what's going on. What's that? What is what's happening now that you're piping in there? Is that? Uh, that it is that, a leaf blower behind me. Yes. Electric one. <laughs> is that, must be an electric one. Do, don't they know that, that uh, this is on TV? Yeah, you're, you're on TV. Here uh, the co say. God, why couldn't it have been an electric one? Because that's embarrassing when this woman is standing in front of the White House talking about climate change initiatives. There's people from the White House staff mowing and trimming and doing all this stuff to trees with gas-powered motors. <laughs> people don't make any sense. My goodness. Welcome into the show. Uh, there's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Producer Anna is here. Good morning. Barely. And there's John Marsh. <laughs> Here, sir. Hey, man. Houseworth, he's still out. Cousin Andy, he's not here today. feel like we're the the survivors of the Titanic or something. The last ones. 
to go on. Being a little dramatic, aren't I? Huh? You are being dramatic. So I noticed this yesterday. I want to get into um, uh, Rick Scott, uh, Senator Rick Scott. He's got a piece on Fox News, uh, what he calls a spending bomb from Schumer and Pelosi. But I noticed this yesterday. You know, people say, how you doing? And I, I, I never know whether to be honest, especially when it comes to physical health. People come up, how you doing? And I don't want to say I'm fine because I'm afraid they might start making me do work. Since you've been sick, I've been so frustrated with you. How come? I've texted you a few times to ask how you're feeling, like especially uh, when you were out sick. And my response? Eh. E-H. I'm like, that's not helpful. And you gave me that response like three or four times in a row. Well, I'm sorry. And then Sunday I asked how you were feeling and you just said fine. So you want some clarity in our communications. Well, yeah, and like and, I, yeah. I was genuinely worried about you, yeah. and I get, eh. yeah, yeah. It just means I'm, eh. but I don't know what to say. People say, "Hey, how you doing?" Do I go into the whole? Are you better? Are you worse? Are you going to be at work tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, anything is literally anything is better than, eh. yeah. So here's what I noticed yesterday: is the people here at the radio station were saying, "Hey, how you doing?" and it, it, it occurred to me after it happened several times. Every time a dude would walk by, uh, say like Kevin H- uh, Hilly from Cat Country or Scotty from uh, from Clear Nine, every time a dude would walk by, they'd say, "Hey, how you doing?" I'd be like, "I'm fine." And then whenever somebody like Aaron McClellan <laughs> or or uh, or Liz from Clear 99 would walk by, they would say, how you doing? I would explain to them every single thing that was going on. Trying to get some mom sympathy. <coughs> just not me. I just get fine or eh. But I, it wasn't intentional. I it, Like, can you bring me some soup? I'd feel better with some soup. You're like sympathy. But, and maybe that's what, it, but subconsciously. I wasn't doing it intentionally, mm-hmm. but I just noticed after this happened several times, I just noticed, man, the dudes ask me how I'm doing, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine. And the women ask, and I tell them the truth in great detail. Oh, and I, well, that popped rib is finally healing <laughs> up. I mean, I go full bore. All right, Rick Scott, Senator, former governor of Florida. <laughs> Yeah, you sure sound like you're uh, doing better. Eh. I like how you turn your mic off every time to cough and we can still hear it. That's bad. <laughs> we appreciate your patience. We do. We do. We know it's not the most funnest thing to do, but we do. We, we seriously, we appreciate you and, and we think a lot of you. If you. There's some other radio stations you could listen to, but the fact that you chose to be on this radio station or that you're listening on this app or that you're listening online right now... Uh, we just, we dig that, so we're sorry. Rick Scott and uh, Mike Lee, Utah, writing a letter to Fox News. Here's what they've called a U.S. can't afford Pelosi Schumer spending bomb. We demand continuing resolution until new Congress. And their argument basically is, uh, in this op-ed, uh, we uh, make clear for the spending to stop. A lot of folks get on board with that. Let's stop, see where we are. Let's hold back the river for a minute, all right? Let's pull back the river. Let's see where we are, man. Uh, and the Republicans must unite in opposing another spending bill and demand that we pass a continuing resolution that simply maintains current federal spending levels and not a penny more. 
until a new con- until a new Congress begins. So they want to wait until January when everybody's back out it and there's a different makeup in the uh, in the House. For nearly two years, Rick Scott goes on. For nearly two years, we've seen the devastating impact of total Democrat control in Washington. Uh, and he's right. He's right. We have seen. We have seen what has happened. And again, you can point to all the indicators that people care about, that you care about, that I care about. And that's an accurate statement since the tragic events of January the 20th, 2021. Uh, and he says, we go across the country. We, we hear from countless families in our states about the pain it's causing them at home and in their business. Uh, and these are true stories. For example, we were chatting with the folks from the uh, from the food bank of central and northeast Missouri and not getting political. But we asked them how the economy has been, how it's affecting them and the stories they tell, how it's affecting them with them buying food, with them having to pay fuel to get food delivered. And the, the what people are donating now, they can see it. These are real life effects of these things that happen. So Rick Scott and Mike Lee right on there. Last time Rick Scott was in the news, somebody was talking about him. I would like to say behind his back, but it was almost to his face. Uh, Mike Braun, Republican from Indiana, Senator Mike Braun. Uh, after it became apparent that the Republicans were losing even more races than what we thought on November the uh, the 8th. Uh, he was blasting basically the chairman of uh, the GOP Senate campaign arm. And you know who heads that up is Rick Scott. You know who's standing right behind this guy, right behind Mr. Mike Braun? Mike Scott sitting there, or excuse me, Rick Scott listening to this, feet away from the dude. Candidate quality does count. And then you could never have anything that's going to resonate generally if there's not a clear plan of what you're for. It's not going to work. We are flat-footed, and we're going to keep seeing the same results if we don't do something different. And Rick Scott standing back there the whole time. And it may have... Based on the uh, reactions I saw from Rick, it may have been like it took him a minute to figure, oh, he's talking about me, basically. Well, thank goodness someone is saying something. And, I, you know, there's a lot going on. We know there's a challenge underway for RNC chair. Um, and I do think, I mean, I think a lot of Republicans are frustrated. And I think, why not say it to their face? I mean, I think it's going to take, I mean, it's going to take a lot of people stepping up and being loud about a change in leadership to actually get one. And maybe we don't, maybe it's not just a change in the people. Maybe it's a change in the strategy, right? And the people stay. But I think, you know, I think, the midterms were a wake-up call for a lot of us and we can't it's clear we can't keep doing what we're doing and whether that's people or strategy i'm not sure um there are smarter people out there than me that can on the political side that can figure that stuff out um but yeah it's not it's not working and i think and there's more and more people and believe me i believe i honestly do and and i'll get as a matter of fact i have a text here from after the show the other day uh so uh, talking about well you, you bash on trump no I don't bash on him. As a matter of fact, we still praise him and his ideas and what happened during his presidency to us as a nation. But you say something, and sometimes people get triggered when you say something that they may not uh, agree with. This dude gets all triggered and stuff. But there are more and more people. By the way, I say it's almost like they're coming out, but there will be more people. And Trump will give them more ammunition for them to come out and say, man, I just I love the ideas, but I can't support this guy anymore. I just can't. Remember when, remember when Rick Scott came out and along with a bunch of Republicans? He was one of the ones who said, he even told the president at the time when it was Donald Trump that 
this CARES Act money and then what became the, you know, the ARPA funds and all this is bad. This isn't going to help and states should reject that money. Yeah. Uh, and, and listen, love, love for Trump to be um, uh, the guy. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, more and more people, I think, coming out and saying what well, this Senator Mike Braun basically in the face of Rick Scott saying we just simply we've got to do better. Coming up 735. I think we're finally going to do this a little bit. Stephanie's uh, Oprah Winfrey has her her list of uh, uh, favorite things. Everyone knows it's my birthday! So every year she'd get on her show and do a list of favorite things and give people in the audience uh, one. It was a big, crazy, frenzied uh, event. One of the greatest SNL skits of all time was based on the, on that. So, But we've come up with a different thing for Stephanie. Stephanie's list of things that... Suck. So we're going to do that. At it's a hate list. <laughs> uh, well, we've collected one. The list of things that Stephanie, uh, Stephanie thinks they suck. Meanwhile, coming up 725-ish, what's hot with Hannah? What do you have for us? Well, we're going to try to talk about um, the most searched Google searches from 2022. Is that appropriate for the radio? <laughs> um, I think so. We'll see. Yeah, okay. we'll see. Huh. <laughs> Good question, actually, Steph. Now you got me <laughs> kind of concerned. We'll find out at 725-ish. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, featuring Brandon Rathert. Good morning, 725-ish, which means it's... Well, you see, it's actually uh, 726 Missed it by that much. Oh, you almost had it. Time for What's Hot with Hannah. What do you have for us today? It's getting to be that time of year where you see lots of, you know, 2022 in reviews. The one I look forward to the most, I think, is the most Googled things from 2022. Careful. Why? <laughs> well, I don't know what Go- I don't know what Stephanie's Googling over there, but this is a wholesome segment. I would never. It's false, then. If it, then it's going to be false. <laughs> hey, I would never lead us astray. You know what's weird sometimes, though, and John, you probably relate with this. Is sometimes you're researching a story that you're going to talk about, and sometimes you might have to, you, you know, <laughs> no. paraphrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, paraphrase or go, man. If I dip my toe in that, that might not look the way that it's intended to look. Do I need to have our engineers look at your search history? No. <laughs> so, Google has broken it down into different categories for us. So, Stephanie, I can avoid any inappropriate categories. Thank you. Um, but as a whole, the number one searched thing in 2022 across all categories was Wordle. Oh. Which really? I guess I'm not surprised. Um, but there were lots of like world events that happened this year. But no, we don't care about that. We just care about the word game, Wordle. Wordle and the Queen died this year. Yeah, so the Queen is number four on the list in the overall category. Election results was number two. Betty White was number three. (laughs) The Queen was four. And Bob Saget was number five. 
Oh, sheesh. Now, if we get into the weeds, so in the news category, election results was one, Queen Elizabeth dying was number two, and Ukraine was number three. Guess what number four was? Powerball numbers. <laughs> okay. There you go. In the people category, Johnny Depp came in at number one. Oh, that's right, because he won that case against Amber Heard, who, mm-hmm. who flung poo. She was the one through. Oh, I don't know if she threw literally. it or if she just dropped it. But. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> so to speak. So not only did Johnny Depp claim the number one category in the people section, um, in the actors section, he also claimed number one. Uh, Will Smith was number two and Amber Heard was number three. I really wish Amber Heard would have been number two, because that would just be funny. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um, for games, again, Wordle came in at number one. Quirtle came in at number two, which I don't think I've heard of that one. What is that? I played Wordle. It's like a geography version of Wordle. I might Love have it. to Google what Quirtle is, because I saw it on a Google list and didn't know what it was. Um, how to pronounce. There's a section on that one. And it's how to pronounce Qatar. I think I said it correctly. Or it's like Qatar. 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 Well, I apparently didn't pronounce it correctly. Maybe I need to look that one up, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Movies Encanto came in at number one, which is a really good movie. It's an animated Disney movie with lots of music. And the guy who did the music is the same guy who did the Broadway play Hamilton that won all the awards. That you probably have never heard of, Brandon. And that's what's hot with Hannah yep. today. <laughs> Quirtle is four times Wordle. By the way, that's what it is. Clears that up. Yeah, I got nothing. Crystal clear. You gotta uh, look at it. Hey, what's on uh, Stephanie's list of things that suck? You gotta hear this, man. It's coming up like five minutes from now. doing our little thing today stephanie's li- every year oprah does her uh, or used to do it at least i don't know if she, she used to do it on the tv and then i think she's got the the magazine uh every year she come on here's a list of my favorite things and she'd come out on the show and and all these uh amped up fans of oprah i was gonna say jacked up chicks but amped up fans of oprah they go and- were they fans of oprah or there's fans of free stuff they like that exquisite yes. New York City chocolate. It wasn't about the Oprah. It was about the chocolate and the Pontiacs and all this other stuff I was getting. So we thought because we laugh at, uh, oh, look, oh, look. <laughs> happens to She's listening. On ABC right now. We have a bank of televisions and computers here in the uh, studio, and they're actually ABC uh, apparently doing a story about uh, Oprah Winfrey. Anyhow. One of the things we love uh, about Stephanie is from time to time she just has these things that she gets. She doesn't like ranch dressing. She keeps her soapbox in the studio. Yeah, and it's like she's almost indignant about things she doesn't like. Does that sound accurate? Yeah. Like, sandwiches. Instead of saying, oh, I don't like sandwiches, it's, I don't like sandwiches. And, and you're crazy <laughs> if you do. That's right. You're the one with the problem. If you because they're like- an inferior food. 
Like, like that. Yeah. Exhibit A right there. You remember the gal who had the taco story from TikTok? She told the story like we played her audio about Thanksgiving and she's like, of all the foods you could choose, why would you choose turkey? A hundred percent of all the foods you could choose. Why on earth would you ever choose to eat a sandwich? But. By the way, you said with the uh, word turkey, how close are taco? How close are we to talk about opening up a national? Oh, we are minutes away. Actually, I don't have any insider info, but my it looks like a Taco Bell. The drive through looks like it works. And like I saw the big food truck out there yesterday. When we rolled into town, my kids are like, we're going to Taco Bell. I'm like, y'all, it's not open. But it looks like it should be open. I f- yeah, I feel like that thing kind of, it took a while to get started and then popped up overnight. Same for scooters. The signs are up. You know, it, it looks, yeah, crazy. Well, I was going to ask about scooters because they announced way before Taco Bell. They did. And they're they had some farther behind, s- I think. I think they had some supply chain issues with Windows and some other things going on. How is it that you can get us people like Ted Cruz on the show, but you ain't got to hook up a Taco Bell to find out when they're <laughs> opening an app? I'll text my people. <laughs> Weren't there a couple other restaurants looking for... Land in Ashland? Well, there's all sorts of stuff going on. There's a lot of cool things happening for uh, mid-Missouri. Some of the stuff Nick Parks has done out there with the outdoor movie theater and what he's doing out there is incredible. There was a story in the Missourian earlier this week talking about Boone County's financial numbers, and I didn't want to do the story because it didn't fall in line with my uh, with my take on things, so I didn't do this. I'm hearing from folks in Ashland that the Taco Bell needs more employees, so if you're looking for a job or you got a kid that needs a job, hit up the Taco Bell. By the way, a lot of local employers last week when we heard about the MBS book uh, bookstore based in Columbia, I think for over 100 years, mm-hmm. uh, laying off some people, people like the Boone County Sheriff's Department, other employers, like they started tweeting and Facebook and like, hey, if you, you know, got laid off from MBS, man, we are looking for people. I thought that was Good. really cool. You know, the best Taco Bell here locally is the one in Jeff City on Southwest Boulevard. Every It doesn't matter what time of day you go through the drive through Whoever is working the drive-thru is hilarious. They will do little things like give your total in pennies. Like little things that make you go, wait a second. And they just have such a good sense of humor. You can go through there at midnight and they've got tons of energy. Really? Yeah. And who is this? It's on Southwest Boulevard across from Schulte's here in Jeff City. And I used to live over there and it didn't matter what time of day you were there. They were full of energy, and they just made you smile as you're getting your tacos, which is a double whammy. So before they take your order, they're like doing show prep. Hey, when the next car <laughs> comes through, let's talk about this. And we'll, It's like when you pull up, they're like, welcome to the greatest Taco Bell in the nation. Like, just goofy oh, things amazing. like that. <laughs> and then, the, like, the first time they gave me my total in pennies, it's like, you know, that'll be 1,422 pennies. <laughs> and you sit there, and you're like, That's cool. What? And you get to the window and, you know, they're laughing at themselves. And, yeah, you get tacos and you get to smile. So what else What else do you need? Uh, I also have this question. Maybe, uh, by the way, our phone number, if you know uh, anything we're talking about, because I do have a question, 874-9390-874-9390. Because I want to talk about another, uh, and I've heard this story in Jeff City. But we are getting to Stephanie Bell's list of things that suck. Oh, but here's a tie-in. Sandwiches. Why do you say... So uh, on Stephanie's list of things that suck, <laughs> why do sandwiches make the list? Because they're just an inferior food. Like, I would never go to a restaurant and be like, you know what? I'm going to order a sandwich. They're so versatile, though. No. I don't eat a lot of bread, so that's one thing. And also, like, today's sandwiches, there's not enough, like, stuff in the middle. It's mostly bread. What right? about a wrap? No. No? No. 
just give me a salad or like a bowl. I love like the new take on like, yeah, like a burrito bowl or what, a br- what about a bread bowl? No. Oh, absolutely. So not. is your issue with the sandwich or with the bread? Sounds both. like it's bread. No, both. <laughs> It's just, and it's, a lot of times it's dry. I just, no. There's so many better things to eat. So here's a story in Jeff City, and I, I've never been able to verify if this is true, but there's a young lady I know. Her name is Shelly Scrivener, and she, she, there's this post, and I don't know if it's like Jefferson City, the good, bad, and the ugly, whatever it was, one of those neighborhood kind of things, but apparently somebody on the Facebook said they went through a a, a, a sandwich restaurant drive through sandwich restaurant and showed then sent a picture and posted on Facebook and said why did they write on my sandwich uh, the B word hmm. yeah yikes and they're like whoa because you know how sometimes kids in these restaurants they've written nasty things on receipts and yeah like, just you know, kids <laughs> yeah just kids <laughs> and so anyhow so this woman goes public on Facebook locally and says why did you write the B word why did you write that on my sandwich? And apparently they responded and said, ma'am, that's not what we wrote. You got a BLT with cheese. B-L. Does anybody, seriously, if you've ever heard of that, is that an urban legend or is that true? Because I saw it on Facebook. That's an urban legend. No, I don't want to know if it's true or not. I just want to believe it's I wanna true. I want to believe it, too. I saw it on Facebook, John. I'm pretty sure it's true. I'm pretty sure it's Must accurate. Be. Yeah. Uh, but it was it gave the Jefferson City restaurant and everything. If you know anything about that, man, you can call or text 874-9390. All right. Stephanie's list of things that suck. Well, I have a new one. I mean, we know I like dogs or pets in general, any sort of animals is is, is on the list. But also it's the time where people share Christmas cookies and just cookies in general. Like same for the same reason as sandwiches. Like they are an inferior dessert. I would have I would order any other dessert if you and like especially those trays of like cookies that people make because usually they're like old and then like they all kind of taste the same. They're all on the plate. They're all dry and ugh. If any wake up family member is listening right now and was planning on sending us Christmas cookies, <laughs> please keep doing it. Yes, please still do. We do not all share her sentiment. I want some. Christmas cheese cubes and sausage wheels. Exactly. I don't need the the Christmas cookies. We had a cookie exchange for my book club last night, and I bring candied pecans, and one one of my other friends who is currently at the top of the list brought toffee, like homemade toffee, as opposed to cookies, uh, because cookies are gross. But Christmas cookies specifically, like, they're just, it's nostalgia. No. And if you've ever had to had kids and tried to do like sugar cookies with the color decorating and the I mean, you might as well light your kitchen on fire after that because <laughs> it's a mess and it will ruin your whole day. Well, I don't know. I was at a Christmas party on Sunday with Mark Ellinger and he was getting after the Christmas cookies. He loves good, cookies. So. We have this debate in our office regularly. I wore these on John Travolta's plane. Oh, no! This audio is from one of, it's got to be one of the best skits ever done on Saturday Night Live. They lampooned Oprah's favorite things list. And uh, it was the women in the audience like uh, uh, beheading each other and stuff and freaking out over getting free stuff from Oprah. 
By the way, one of the things, so over, and there's been controversy, and I don't know why we're spending so much time on it, but it's something else. Uh, the big things, bridges are up here in town. We might get some rain today. Uh, nothing big there, so everything's good. I have one of the things on one of her My Favorite Things list. You have an Oprah's Favorite Things? I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, Timothy, welcome into the show. 874-9390. What's up? Well, I, th- I got a new name for Stephanie, Stuffy Stephanie. She sounds like a damn elitist. <laughs> she sounds like there's no fun at all. She's a she's too stiff. My goodness. What's wrong with you, girl? We you love know? Stephanie regardless. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it, love has nothing to do with it. It's about being a human being. <laughs> Sandwiches are great. Cookies are great. What's wrong with you, girl? I drew the line at puppy breath, man. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy, is it one of those I love you always but like you sometimes type of things? Sorry. Yep. Hey, one other thing that made my list this week is people that talk too much on airplanes. And we heard the story about Brittany Griner flying home and they said she talked 12 of 18 hours. People who talk too much on airplanes Canceled. suck. Canceled. Man. By the way, I... And I don't even know if I want to go there. Yeah, you do. Never, Brittany Griner. She was uh, she was convicted of assault, domestic uh, uh, assault. Uh, and I thought, you know, if this thing were the guy, can you imagine the talk? Well, oh, you bringing this guy home, domestic assault. But anyhow, that's an aside. More important things. List Stephanie's list of things that suck. Uh, so on Oprah's uh, list one year, uh, there was a book that she put on her list. I own that book. No way. I you mean, own a book? <laughs> yeah. Does it have pictures in it? Is it a picture book? A comic book, maybe? I picked it up from a local library that was throwing these things out because they've been... So you didn't actually <laughs> buy the book. You're just into free stuff, like all of Oprah's audience. Uh, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Oh, yeah. And it is actually, it is a very, very good uh, book where he talks about the power of, you know, positive thinking, stuff like that. Uh, da, da. All right. Anything else on your list of Steph's list of things that suck? Uh, birds. Um, which kind of goes with the animals. But the other thing that I forgot about that you guys pranked me with was those creepy robot, <laughs> Mizzou robot dog things. Those things freak me out. Everyone's like, oh, they're so cute and cool. What was and his I'm name, like, Spot? Yes. There's four of them, actually. They're forming the ro- an army. Yeah, they have performed, I think, Super Bowl shows and stuff before, too. Some of the things that Stavity does it like, coming up a few minutes from now, uh, there is a local judge who appeared in probably one of, I've never seen the movie personally, but widely considered one of the greatest sports movies of all time. And there was a local judge who was in the movie. Kind of an interesting story. It's coming up just a few minutes from now on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri featuring Brandon Rathert. So back on 
the loss and damage fund, though, I mean, is there going to have to be U.S. taxpayer money that helps the United States? Presumably the United States is going to have to be one of the nations that contributes well, to it. would be great if there were some. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it's uh, They're all sick. John Kerry being interviewed. What about uh, taxpayer money for climate reparations? And you look uh, about two hours to the east of us, Mayor Tashora Jones, she's moving ahead with her plan. Hey, let's take stimulus, let's take money from the pandemic, and let's give it to these certain people. It's reparations for the way that a certain group of people have treated these people. Let's give them money. That'll take care of it. It's insane. Welcome to the show. Wake up mid-Missouri. Stephanie Powell, producer Hannah, John Marsh. I am Brandon Rather. Thank you for, uh, for being here on the show. One of the things that happened, I think this was last week, and I don't know, it doesn't get much brouhaha. Has Arizona election results? Now there's a uh, Carrie Lake is she's doing something. I don't know what they're doing with their Arizona, with the election results in Arizona. Ours, meanwhile, uh, I guess Missouri handled this business uh, certified last week. Uh, and one of the folks in attendance there. So it's Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, and it gets. Uh, and I've never been to one of these, so I don't know. Is it just somebody like a courier comes by in the office? And, hey, uh, Jay, uh, uh, Justice Speedman, can you sign this, and I'll be on my way? Is a little bit of pomp and circumstance to something like this when election results typically are certified? I haven't been there either, honestly. I think there's a little bit of pomp and circumstance, and it's it triggers like a bunch of different deadlines and it's a statutory thing that they have to certify within a certain um time period in arizona if you recall some people were refusing to certify the election results the local officials and they went to court and the judge said no you have to certify but carrie lake has since sued so um but i do believe the results are certified and here yeah they're certified now so this uh this board apparently uh is made up so this happened friday this is Certifying the results of the November uh, November the 8th election, the board is made up of Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, uh, Judge John Beatham, and Judge Cotton uh, Walker. Results show that of uh, 48%, we didn't even have 50% turnout in the state. I'm always shocked, and I'm probably, people laugh at me for being shocked. I just, I don't understand why less than half of Missourians got out and voted anyhow well we laugh at you for lots of reasons that's true uh by the way one of these uh judges you got judge con walker judge john Beadle, along with secretary of state making up this uh board one of those judges was in probably one of the greatest sports movies of all time john i've never actually seen the movie have you ever even seen i'm saying it's one of the greatest sports movies of all time because that's what people say have you even seen this movie yeah, kind of a spoiler alert you and i were talking to the judge the other night weren't we yeah <laughs> Uh, and that's the part I was trying to leave out of this story. But anyhow, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it's Judge. So the movie that we're talking about uh, is the movie Hoosier. stars Gene Hackman. Uh, and I've like, seen Hoosiers. It's been yeah, a while. It's been, You've never seen it? Never seen it. And it came out, I think, before you were born. Probably. So I think. Uh, but it's Hoosiers. Gene Hackman. Never seen the movie. The, the uh, local judge who was in that movie... Judge Cotton Walker. Do you remember the exact scene, Marsh? Wasn't he in the crowd or something? I think so. He, he like the, telling oh, us about it the other yeah, night. Yeah, like some kind of overtime or, or something, and he's in the crowd. Now, he's an extra, I think. As a matter of fact, if you look at uh, movie credits, uh, he, he used his stage name, Philip. Philip Space. In the 
because he was a fill-in. All right, nobody got that one. I'm not good at those Hannah-isms. That's why they should be better left uh, to uh, to Hannah. But yeah, so he's in the same. Judge Cotton Walker. He's in the movie Hoosiers uh, with uh, the Gene. That was his last name. Right. That's on my life bucket list. Be like a movie extra. I've never. That's something I've never done. But I think that would be cool. Yeah. It uh, apparently, and some of them you get paid like fifty bucks, and some of them uh, they just say, "Hey, you show up, and we'll feed you, and we're going to film you pretending like you're gladiator storming somebody in the uh, ancient Roman desert or some stuff like that." Uh, coming up here on the show, I don't know if you've heard. So there's a story from about three months ago. Somebody got electrocuted in a rural portion of uh, Mid Missouri, right by the Missouri River, as a matter of fact, and just kind of an interesting story. It's not very often you hear about something somebody getting electrocuted uh there's way more to this story we're going to be getting into that coming up at 8 10 here on wake up mid-missouri 93.9 the eagle and 1045 news radio 950 kwos